Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome everyone to episode number 97 from Delving into Islam podcast. This is your host, Wa'il. And it is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a privilege that I'm able to talk to you about the religion of Islam and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is allowing me to share my knowledge with you. Thank you so much for listening and participating and sending in all your questions and suggestions. And speaking of which, if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at delvingintoislam at gmail.com. Again, delvingintoislam at gmail.com, and I will get back to you as soon as possible, inshallah. Uh, now, this podcast is for anyone, whether you are remotely curious about the religion of Islam, or if you're thinking about becoming a Muslim, or if you just became a Muslim, or if you've been a Muslim and want to learn more about Islam, this podcast is for you, inshallah. Uh, now, with that being said, let's get right into today's topic. And today's topic is actually a very critical one and a very dangerous one if we don't understand it and we don't fully you know, comprehend it. And it's very relatable. It's relatable to our times and it's relatable to future times, which I'm assuming it will only get worse. Um, so, yeah, the topic is injustice and how does Islam battle Injustice and how does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describe injustice and, and, and everything about it that we, we need to understand and we need to fully comprehend? Uh, we, it, it's critical because there are so many forms of injustice, in, in, and, and they're really common in our world today, right? Like we have bullying and we have, uh, uh, you know, um, slandering and we have actual injustices like in terms of like rulers or presidents or kings or whatever you want to call them uh you know performing injustices on their people uh and or against their people uh we have uh, people at work work you know uh workplaces who have you know employees being uh, uh, you know, wronged in, 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 you know, many different ways by their managers or their bosses or uh, at a school, you know, you have students who are being wronged or you have actually teachers who are being wronged by students. And it's just injustice is very common in our world. That doesn't mean it wasn't there. It was always there. Come on, look at the prophets and the messengers. They've always been oppressed, you know, but in today's world seems to be way more obvious and of course you have you know the the, the cyber bullying right the, the online bullying and and the social media bullying and you, and it leads to dangerous things that's why i said if it's not fully understood it could lead to dangerous uh you know results like people commit suicide because of injustices because of bullying you know people could literally like you know hurt themselves or harm themselves because you know they they can't take injustices and and we have to address you know the both sides of you know the of the coin if you want to call it like we have to address the oppressors the transgressors and we have to 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 address those who are oppressed the victims of of you know injustice and and bullying and and you know a lot of things so let's start by saying that committing injustice is a serious sin in Islam. As a matter of fact, there are over 120 verses in the Quran talking about injustice. Imagine, 100, over 120 verses. 
right? Like in the chapter of Ibrahim, and this is how we I want to start the the, the 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 episode today. And again, we will let's let's uh, you know let's see let's talk about how how we're gonna address this. So first of all, we're gonna address the concept of injustice. Then we will un- address those who are you know commit injustice, and then we will address those who you know uh, are being uh, you know wronged and 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 being oppressed by uh, you know uh, injustices. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us something that's very profound. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the chapter of Ibrahim verse number 42, So Allah simply saying, do not think that Allah is unaware of what the transgressors do, you know, those who commit injustice. He's only, he's only delaying their punishment until the day of judgment. And then Allah describes, look, that day where they will be terrified and their eyes will be filled with fear from what they will witness, basically. Again, like I said, the day of judgment. Um, so don't think that because you don't see justice being served in front of you, basically Allah saying, don't think that Allah's unaware of it. Allah sees everything. Allah hears everything, right? And Allah is capable of serving justice ASAP or punishing those who commit injustice ASAP. But there, there's a wisdom that we don't understand sometimes, or sometimes we do. So that's why we have to be patient, right? So this is the gist of the verse. That's why Allah is telling us this. Do not think that Allah is unaware. Allah is aware of everything that happens. So rest assured that Allah is witnessing injustice taking place on earth, and he is delayed. Now, if you don't see justice being served in your lifetime, and if it doesn't happen in this life, rest assured. And here's the thing. This is very interesting. People who are being punished in this life, it's actually a type of mercy to them. Believe it or not. If you are being punished in this world for committing any sin, any sin, Allah takes away from your punishment in the hereafter now we're talking about if you're being a muslim because at the end of the day if you're if you die upon you know disbelief and you don't believe in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's you know final prophet and follow his final prophet then you'll go to hellfire regardless right and and that means if you're aware if you're exposed to islam in any way shape or form uh, so we're not talking about that group of people we're talking about that those who will supposedly might go to jannah uh, uh, paradise in the hereafter so those who commit injustices from the muslims right if they are being punished in this world this is a this is actually mercy to them because allah is fair if allah punishes you in this life your punishment in the hereafter will be very you know will be decreased or they might not be depending on your sin of course there might not be punishment in the hereafter because you were punished in this life again it all depends on the level of you know your sin or how big your sin is uh, but if Allah delays your punishment till the hereafter, you should be scared. Wallahi. You should be scared. Why? Because that means Allah is not, you know, no pulling punches here. You're going to get all of your punishment in the hereafter. And trust me, my dear brothers and sisters, you don't want to do that. You don't want to be the person who would do something and then because you're so evil or you're so bad, Allah wouldn't even punish you in this life. 
you like you'll go on with your life unpunished because in the hereafter if you thought that you escaped punishment in this life you didn't Allah allowed you to live without being punished that we're not we're talking about those who don't repent by the way those who are completely ignorant of, of Allah's mercy and they don't care we're not talking about those who repent because if you repent Sincerely, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will inshallah accept your repentance and you won't be punished neither in this life or in the hereafter for that you know specific sin that you repented from. But I'm talking about again the people who commit injustices, severe injustices, and they don't care. And they live a good life. You see a lot of them in our world, right? A lot of them in our world. They're striving, they're having the best lives. Well, Allah is telling you. They're being delayed they, and, and those that they have their punishment being delayed to the hereafter It's the worst It's the worst Because the punishment in the hereafter is severe Like the punishment in this life is nothing by the way Compared to the hereafter But you know And, and don't And, and this, this brings me back to I think a, a, an episode that we had In the last season When the uncle of the Prophet made Was about to make a dua Oh Allah You know Delay all Like give me Let me get all my punishments if, if I made any sins Let me take all my punishments Or have all my punishments In this life I don't want to be punished In the hereafter And look what the Prophet Responded to that He said what No you cannot handle it. Don't ask Allah to punish you because some punishments in this life will be very severe as well. Rather say, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-'afwa wal-'afiyah fi dunya wal-akhirah. Instead, the Prophet is telling his uncle, instead, and we're talking about Abbas, instead, uh, uh, rather you, su- you should say or should make dua, Oh Allah, have mercy on me in this life and in the hereafter. Forgive me. In this life And have mercy on me In the hereafter And Allah Have mercy on me Give me you know Good health and, and you know Good manners In this life And also have mercy on me In the hereafter Do not say Oh I can take it In this life Don't do that You might not be able to So back to You know Our main point Allah also tells us يَا عِبَادِي إِنِّي حَرَّمْتُ الظُّلْمَ عَلَى نَفْسِي وَجَعَلْتَهُ بَيْنَكُمْ مُحَرَّمًا فَلَا تَظَلَمُوا Allah, this is actually a very profound, uh, no, this is called the Hadith Qudsi, meaning this is a Hadith that's directly being said by Allah, right? Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we all, we all know that the Hadith, all the Hadith, the authentic hadith comes from Allah. It, it's basically Allah, it's a revelation from Allah to the Prophet. ﷺ, but Allah leaves the wording of it to the Prophet. ﷺ. So the Prophet ﷺ says it, you know, in, in which way, but the meaning of it, the, the facts in it, the information in it, the ruling in it, everything about the hadith comes from Allah. The Prophet ﷺ is not making any rulings up. It's all coming from Allah. It's just the Prophet ﷺ said it in his own way. Now, what what is what we call a hadith Qudsi, the hadith the Qudsi hadith is basically uh, similar to the Quran, but it's not Quran, which is basically again a revelation by Allah to the Prophet ﷺ as a hadith, but even the wording comes on the tongue of Allah. Let me give you an example because I, I I don't want you to I want you to be more knowledgeable when it comes to hadith because I know this is where you know unauthentic on on you know authentic and unauthentic kind of like confusion happens. Let me give you an example between a regular hadith and a hadith qudsi. 
let's take the example of a regular hadith when the Prophet ﷺ, for example, said, I will be the first human being to be resurrected on the day of judgment. For example, this is a hadith about the Prophet ﷺ, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told, revealed to the Prophet ﷺ, that he will be the first human being to be resurrected on the day of judgment. So now, do you see, the Prophet ﷺ is talking about himself, the information, the ruling, this fact is coming from Allah directly. But the Prophet ﷺ is telling us this in his own way. I will be. Now, this is the regular hadith. The Qudsi hadith is basically the Prophet ﷺ is telling us something that Allah straight up said it as is. So, in this hadith that we're talking about right now, Allah Himself is telling us, Yeah, ibadi inni, O my servants, O my slaves, I forbade injustice upon myself. So Allah is saying that to us through the Prophet ﷺ. It's not in the Quran, but it's a hadith. Again, the hadith Qudsi is basically a hadith by the Prophet ﷺ, a revelation by Allah. All the hadith is a revelation by Allah. Okay? The, the difference is the hadith Qudsi is basically the wording is coming straight from Allah. As if Allah as Allah said it. So Allah's talking to us through the, through the Prophet. Oh my servants, I made injustice forbidden upon myself. This is the hadith Qudsi. Because Allah is the one talking. Now the, the regular hadith is again is inspired and revealed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But now the Prophet is saying, Oh, I will be the first human being. Allah basically revealed to me that I will be the first human being to be resurrected on the day of judgment. This is a regular hadith. Authentic. It's the wording is left to the Prophet, but the the the, the Qudsi hadith is Again, revealed by the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Same thing as the hadith, except the wording is as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said it to the Prophet. Because Allah is the one talking to us, right? Yeah, I hope that you know clears the difference between regular hadith and hadith Qudsi. Now, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us in this hadith, I forbade injustice upon myself, and I made it forbidden amongst you. So Allah is basically telling us, I forbade injustice upon myself. Imagine, Allah is creating a rule for himself. Imagine this. He forbade, this is Allah. He has, he has no limits. No one can limit Allah to anything, right? But Allah is telling us himself, I made injustice forbidden upon myself. And I made it forbidden amongst you. So do not commit injustices against one another. Again, look how dangerous injustice is. Allah created a rule that he himself is abiding by. He's following his own rule. Nobody creates rules for Allah. We know that. Allah creates rules for everyone and for himself. So it's a rule that is created by Allah and also followed by Allah. So Allah is telling us, I'm following my own rule. That shows you how serious injustice is. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, I made injustice forbidden upon myself. So do not commit injustices. It's forbidden you know, amongst you. So do not commit injustices. Like imagine, Allah forbade injustice upon himself. So who are you to commit injustice against your fellow Muslim or your fellow human being? You're better than Allah? Do you think so? You think you're more powerful? Allah, the Almighty Himself said, I do not commit injustice. Because it's an evil, evil action. Because imagine this. Think about it for a second. Think how would life be 
if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, committed injustice against us, we will be doomed. Because people who are supposed to go to, to, to paradise might not go to paradise. Allah would change his mind. Because people who would go to, you know, hellfire might get out of hellfire and take your place. People might not be treated fairly on the day of judgment. You know, can you imagine that the ultimate definition of our fate, which is the day of judgment, this is the, the, the day, that, that's the day. This life does not matter. It's equal zero compared to the day of judgment. So imagine on the day of judgment where all the rulings should be made, all everything should be settled, Allah will not be fair to us. How would you feel? Helpless. Because guess what? No one can do anything about it. If Allah commits injustice against us, no one can do anything about it. It's, you can't control it. What are you going to do? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the perfect, perfect being, is the perfect entity. Allah is the perfect entity. He does not commit any wrongs. He does not make any mistakes. And He certainly does not commit any injustices. He's telling us this so we can feel better. Imagine, wallahi, the ultimate power in this world. If it commits injustice, oh, we're done. But Allah is making us feel better. Don't worry. I made a rule for myself to never commit injustice. You know, actually, there are other rules that Allah made for Himself. For those of you who do not know, another rule is Inna rahmati wasiat ghadabi. Allah is basically telling us another rule that He wrote for Himself and He's following My mercy precedes my anger, overcomes my anger, more powerful than my anger. Because again, think, think about it. Think. When we make mistakes, when we make horrible mistakes, some of those mistakes make they make Allah angry. Imagine if Allah dealt with you based on his anger, not based on his mercy. So Allah's again telling us to be calm. Don't worry about it. When I'm angry at you, my mercy is even bigger. So I might forgive you depending on if you repent or not. And even if you don't repent, there's a possibility that Allah will forgive you, right? We, we know that. But again, mercy, the mercy of Allah is stronger than his anger. He acts based on his mercy before his anger. That doesn't mean Allah doesn't get angry or wouldn't punish us based on anger. But Allah is telling us, mercy comes first. So feel good about Again, these are all rules that, wallahi, if Allah did not write for himself, we would be, you know, helpless. We would be doomed. It would be really bad for us. If Again, think about it. If Allah commits injustice, we're done. If Allah acts upon anger before mercy, we're done. Do you understand? Allah made rules that makes him Allah. Those rules that Allah wrote for himself, it makes him God. It makes him the ultimate and the only God. It's befitting to Allah. To never commit injustice. It's befitting to Allah to be merciful more than being angry. It's befitting to be the perfect, perfect, perfect entity in this world. So anyway, back to our, you know, the topic of injustice. 
The Prophet also, when he talked about injustice, he said something very scary in a hadith. And again, this is a regular hadith now, not a Qudsi hadith. When the Prophet is describing injustice, look at what he said. This is a very, and look, it's a short hadith, right? You know what that means? It means injustice. Dhulm in Arabic means injustice. Equals. Darkness on the day of judgment. Dulumat in Arabic means darkness. Simply, injustice equals darkness on the day of judgment. What does that mean? Well, we all know that on the day of judgment, I mean, some of you might not know because we didn't get to that topic yet, the day of judgment, but like on the day of judgment, there won't be sun up there. There will be sun, don't worry. It'll be very close, a mile away from our heads, by the way. But it's going to be a different sun. Not this sun that we are seeing right now. Actually, not at all. It's going to be a specific, a special sun for the Day of Judgment that only, here's the, here, here's the big, big uh, 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 difference. It only produces heat, no light. Only produces heat, no light. Because the Day of Judgment will be dark, by the way. Guys, <laughs> my dear brother, it will be, imagine, the entire universe, the entire world will be in darkness. How are we going to see each other and see things? It depends on your faith. You will illuminate. And I don't want to make this topic, you know, a day of judgment topic. Uh, we'll get to, I promise, inshallah, we'll get to like, I think the, if we talk about the day of judgment, this could take a whole season talking just about the day of judgment because it's Allah explicitly and vividly describes it in the Quran and in through the hadith but anyway so it's it's complete darkness on the day of judgment and we will illuminate so illumination on the day of judgment equals faith if you have faith if you are making wudu the parts where you made wudu will actually illuminate on the day of judgment you'll be able to see one another right people will see things it depends on your faith now when the prophet said volume equals Injustice equals darkness That means what? That means No faith Right? Like we said Illumination equals faith So That means Allah's anger That means Simple If you Are Standing in Darkness On the day of judgment That's not a good sign For you That's really a bad sign And that Basically means Allah is angry at you Right? And that means you're about to be punished horribly, like Allah promised. Like we said in the verse of, uh, in the chapter of Ibrahim, Allah is delaying their fate to, or their punishment to the day of judgment. And that's what, what how it's going to start. Complete darkness for you if you're committing injustice. And that means Allah's punishment will follow shortly. Now, injustice is so severe. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, look at this, puts it next to disbelief in a verse. So basically in the chapter of An-Nisa, verse number 168, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said what? Look at this. Allah saying, hear this out. Those who disbelieved and committed injustice, look, and, they literally combined in one verse. Allah wouldn't forgive them. Now, the the worst type of 
injustice is disbelieving in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you're committing the ultimate injustice towards Allah. Allah created you, gave you life, gave you signs, reminded you of who he was, you know, through whatever, however you, you know, are exposed to Islam. And you still persist on disobeying him or disbelieving in him or associating with him some other entities or some other fake gods. This is the ultimate injustice that you commit towards Allah. وَإِنَّ الشِّرْكَ لَظُلْمٌ عَظِيمٌ Shirk, which is, we, we know, we, we talked about what shirk means. Shirk means associating an entity as uh, uh, to be worshipped or to be thought of as a god next to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what shirk is. وَإِنَّ الشِّرْكَ In the chapter of Luqman, Allah says, وَإِنَّ الشِّرْكَ لَظُلْمٌ عَظِيمٌ Shirk is the greatest type of injustice. But do you understand that shirk falls under injustice? That means injustice is a really horrible thing that has shirk as part of it. Shirk is part of injustice, not vice versa. Think about that for a second. Allah's combining shirk and disbelief with injustice. That's how serious injustice is. And also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not... Again, like we said, it angers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when people commit injustice because he forbade it upon himself. So you're basically subconsciously thinking that you're better than Allah. If Allah forbade something upon himself and you're doing it here on earth, who are you? What are you What are you saying here? Do you understand? And Allah says it clearly. In the chapter of Hud, verse number 18. Allah said, Allah's, Allah's telling us, Allah's curse is upon those who commit injustice. Allah's curse. La'na. Also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused those who commit injustice to be not successful. Now, here's the thing. Uh, uh, being unsuccessful in this life is nothing compared to being unsuccessful in the hereafter. So some of you might say, what do you mean? How could somebody be unsuccessful in the hereafter? I mean, the hereafter is the end. No. Being successful in the hereafter is basically to get to paradise, to avoid the punishments of the day of judgment, to avoid being punished in hellfire, and go straight to paradise. That's being the ultimate, uh, you know, successful. Those who are succeeded in life by, you know, doing good deeds and whatever, and that ultimately made them succeed in the hereafter. We don't talk about successful in terms of materials, in terms of money, in terms of position, in terms of job, in terms of family. No, no, no. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying in the chapter of An'am, verse number 135, Allah is saying basically Allah won't make the people who commit, the transgressors, those who commit injustice, he won't. He will make them unsuccessful. Or he won't make them successful. And what Allah means by successful is not money-wise, is not wealth. They're not going to be successful in this life. No, being successful in this life literally means you use this platform, this life, to get safely to paradise in the hereafter. That is the successful person in the sight of Allah. Again, being successful in this life, in the sight of Allah, is different from our terms of being successful. To us, being successful is, okay, when we go to... You know, get a good job, you know, have a good wealth, uh, you know, have a, build a family, do all these things, right? Uh, that's what being successful is in this life. 
to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being successful is simply using this life, doing good deeds, avoiding sins, repenting when you commit any sins, to basically use this life as a bridge to get you safely to paradise in the hereafter. That is the successful in the sight of Allah. So Allah is saying, people who commit injustice won't be successful in, in that matter. They won't be do good any good deeds. They will always be evil. They will always hurt other people, right? And that will lead them to fail. They will be unsuccessful on the day of judgment, meaning they'll be unsuccessful to get to paradise on the day of judgment. So be aware. This is what Allah means by successful. Now, also another interesting thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, actually when he sent our prophets and messengers, we know that there's multiple du'as and, and, and very specific du'as and, and, and you know prayers that the prophets and messengers used to make to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? They used to talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they used to say, Oh Allah, you know, uh, 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 don't make us from those who commit injustice. Imagine, this is what the du'a of the prophets and the messengers. The du'a. Oh Allah, do not make us from those who commit injustice. Because they know how serious it is. It's very serious. It's very serious. Now, why is it very serious? Well, number one, you're when you commit injustice, you are robbing someone's right. A fellow human, a fellow Muslim is even worse. You're robbing someone's right from them. How? When you steal from someone, you're taking their money. You're committing injustice against them. When you deny someone a specific right, let's say you are a ruler, right? A ruler. And you, uh, uh, you know, rule in, in an injustice way uh, against your people. You'll rob them from their rights to, you know, live in peace, to live in harmony, to whatever. It depends on, again, the type of injustice that you commit. What is it that you're committing, Right. So you're robbing someone from their rights. And Allah gave everyone a specific rights. Once you violate those rights, you are a transgressor. You are a transgressor. Uh, another thing, and it's, I think, in my opinion, very important, that injustice actually leads to corruption. And actually, Allah says this in the chapter of Fajr. Uh, from verse number six, I think, up to like, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a combination of verses. From verse number 6 to verse number 14, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, أَلَمْ تَرَ كَيْفَ فَعَلَ رَبُّكَ بِعَادٍ Ad is basically a, a civilization that, you know, Allah mentions, by the way, Ad, Iram, Thamud, a lot in the Quran. Uh, they used to be really advanced civilization. Ad used to be an advanced civilization. Uh, and uh, they, but they committed transgression. They, they did not care about Allah. They disbelieved and they... Uh, committed injustice towards the you know the messengers and the prophets that were sent to them, so Allah destroyed that completely. Allah literally sent wind against Ad, and it destroyed. We talked about this in the last season when He sent you know uh, uh, wind to the people of Quraysh, but it was more merciful wind. It punished them, but it was you know not severely like Ad. Ad were destroyed, buried, buried. You know, in the ground because of that wind. It destroyed their entire civilization. And it was a civilization. It was not just a small town. It was a full-on civilization that Allah completely destroyed. In the chapter of Haqqa, Allah actually tells us. 
إنه كذب الثمود وعاد بالقارعة فأما ثمود فأهلكوا بالطاغية ثمود وأما عاد فأهلكوا بريح صرصر عاتية سخرها عليهم سبع ليالي وثمانية أيام الله for straight eight days they're being punished by a very severe wind not like our wind not like our wind my dear brothers and sisters not the worst wind that you witnessed in your lifetime that's not it that's actually a soft wind compared to the wind that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent upon the people of Ad literally a a destructive wind Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls it the wind of punishment right for eight straight days Allah is asking us a question now in the Quran in the chapter of Haqqa he said do you hear about them anymore do you see any remnants of them Allah is asking us that question no nothing why because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to wipe them completely off the face of this earth and now let's go back to the chapter of Fajr talking about injustice ألم تر كيف فعل ربك بعاد إرم ذات العماد التي لم يخلق مثلها في البيت. So Allah is telling us now, don't you see what I did to Ad? They used to live in in a city called Iram, right? That العماد. All the by the way, Ad also was known to be like giants. They were known to be like giants, and they used to live in a city basically with giant buildings. إرم ذات العماد, right? Allah saying that no nothing was ever, ever like it in this in this life. Like this city was just massive. It was properly like an advanced city of giants, basically. So Allah destroyed them, like I said, with the wind. And then Allah tells us about another civilization. Thamud, this is another, uh, and also they're mentioned a lot in the Quran. They basically carved uh, uh, their buildings, their homes in, in the rocks of the mountains They used to carve And uh, by the way, if you look, go on YouTube And, and put Thamud the, the, the civilization of Thamud They actually have tiny remnants Of their homes That were built inside mountains And that was unbelievable at the time Like how could people literally carve homes Within uh, mountains And uh, again And then Allah mentions a third person Now we know Fir'aun You know Fir'aun and Moses The Pharaoh So Allah is saying uh, Fir'aun who used to have Long pillars that he used to punish people He used to strap people You know to his pillars And you know uh, Torture them and punish them uh, now, now he's saying Now Allah is telling Giving us three examples Ad Thamud And The Pharaoh Fir'aun So Allah is saying don't you see what I did to Ad? Don't you see what I did to Thamud? Don't you see what I did to Fir'aun? Now we know how Fir'aun died, you know, the splitting of the Red Sea and Allah basically drowned him, him and his, you know, followers. So, but Allah is telling us why they got punished. Look at this. They committed severe injustices in their countries, in their, you know, among their people. Here's the point. And because Allah is saying, because they committed injustice, corruption spread in their lands. So Allah made gave them constant, constant punishments in this life. 
And of course, they will also be punished in the hereafter. So do you, do you see the connection here between Allah giving us a connection that injustice leads to corruption, which makes sense. Look at any country that's ruled in an injustice way. It's corrupt. Because now you're going to see all the people in the government or whatever, they're taking bribes, they're, they're favoring themselves over because it's injustice. They don't care about serving justice. So you see, injustice is like a cancer. It should be stopped in early stages. And that brings me to the point that I think it's also as critical as talking about injustice, which is those who witness injustice. Mm. As Muslims, we of course, we're not allowed to commit it's a major, major sin, right? Uh, committing injustice. But we're also not allowed to help with injustice. Again, as, as bad as committing injustice is actually helping and, you know, empowering those who commit injustice, empowering the transgressors, agreeing with them. And this happens, unfortunately, a lot in our lifetime. You know, if, if you can't commit injustice yourself and you see that the, the transgressor or those who commit injustice are, you know, on the powerful side, you go and join them, which is ridiculous. And it's as forbidden as committing injustice. Our Prophet actually said in an authentic hadith, I will disassociate myself from those people who will commit injustice, who will help uh, uh, those who commit injustice, and they will not enter Jannah or paradise. They're not from me, and I'm not from them. He basically disassociated himself from them. And now vice versa, the opposite. And those who do not commit injustice, nor help the transgressors, and they say something, they stand up for what's right and for the justice, I am from them, and they are from me, and they shall enter paradise. Again, my dear brothers and sisters, witnessing injustice and being able to do something about it is as important as being part of it. You're being part of the whole process. If you can say something, say it. If you can do anything to stop injustice, do it without breaking the laws, of course, without, you know, uh, uh, committing injustice yourself, right? And if you can't, then make dua against the transgressors. Make dua for Allah to, you know, help those who are being transgressed against. Do not join forces with the transgressors just because they look more powerful. Because on the day of judgment, they will be the least powerful. They will be weak. And that those who were victims of injustice will be the most powerful against them. So choose now. It's up to you to choose. Because trust me, the injustice side will never win. It might win in this life. But who cares about this life, right? This life is temporary. It's, it's not a standard for anything. But the winner always will be those who are patient when people are, you know, uh, transgressing against them, when, uh, you know, they're being victims of injustice, the, this will be the strong, powerful side on the Day of Judgment. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by the way, will settle, and we'll get to that in, in maybe next, in the next episode, inshallah, because uh, next episode, inshallah, I will talk specifically about bullying, because again, it's really relatable, because it's a type of injustice, and backbiting, which is to me, one of the most dangerous sins and it's dangerous because it's so hidden that people don't realize it when they're committing it 
It's a major sin, by the way. It's from like the top major sins. Imagine backbiting. And we'll get to that, inshallah, in the next episode. But like Allah will settle between those who, on a day of judgment, by the way, Allah will settle. Even if you did committed injustice, now you committed injustice towards two entities here. Towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you did something Allah forbade upon you, right? So that's number one. Also, you committed injustice towards your fellow human being, your fellow Muslim. Okay. Now, Allah is willing. Willing. We don't know if he will or not. But is willing. He's capable of forgiving you, if you committed injustice, forgiving you when it comes to his part of the injustice. But now when it comes to others, like I said, you committed two injustices, one towards Allah and one towards the person. So Allah is going to say, if he wills to say that, I forgive you for my part. But now you have to answer to your fellow human being. Imagine. You have to settle it with them. On the day of judgment, Allah, don't think that you're going to be like, oh Allah, thank you. Uh, thank you for being merciful. And it's moving on. No. Allah has to settle the injustices between us, between human beings, between one another. So now you're going to have to answer to those who you transgressed. That's what I'm saying. They will be way more powerful than you. You'll be helpless in front of them. So be aware. Be very careful. Do not commit injustice. Do not empower and speak against it. And when it's done against you, be patient and ask Allah for forgiveness. And ask Allah for help. Ask Allah for support. And Allah... If it takes long, it takes long. There's a wisdom. Do not make the lack of understanding Allah's wisdom cause you to lose your faith. Remember the first verse we started this episode with? Allah is not unaware of what's happening. Allah is very much aware. Just wait for it. Okay? So uh, I hope you know that shed some light on the nature of injustice, how serious it is. To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And how serious it is to commit it To be part of it in any way shape or form And good for you If you can stop it Allah will reward you immensely So now let's make the dua that the prophets and the messengers uh, Always made which is May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not make us from the transgressors May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not make us From those who commit injustices And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us Stand and capable uh, to fight against uh, injustice uh, everywhere. Thank you so much for listening. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.